This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talkers, we're less than 24 hours away from the start of Project Down and Dirty. Hanging out with Lori and Julia, and if you got some time, get a chance. Go out and donate to Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. That's the charity we are working for, and we want to do a special thanks to Rebath Minneapolis for matching all of the donations that you guys give to us for Courage Kenny. Thank you so much, Grant. No problem. So, you know, yesterday when we were talking about... um, with the notable obituaries, healing obituaries, our, our lady, Katie. Yeah. Kitty. Kitty. I'm sorry, not Katie. Kitty. Kitting at thehealingobit.com. Yeah. Yes. And you can listen to that on our website. I posted it on our Lori and Julia show page. If you want to go back and check it out, it's right there for your enjoyment. And it made me realize that I have been remiss, I think, in like really bringing some wonderful, notable lives that I read about in the paper. Because yeah. I kind of thought, oh, people probably are sick of me and my... No, we Weird do. Obsession. We do a couple weeks, don't we? No, no, I've, right. I've kind of fallen out of it. But this was in Sunday's paper, and again in today's paper, and I'm okay. so glad because I just have, I just absolutely uh, love Addie Ingebrand, her Adelaide Addie Ingebrand. Okay. I just love knowing her story. Um, she passed away. She was born in 1928. So I like when they don't, they just do the birth year and they don't do the number of years. But anyway, because age, you know, nothing but a number. But she was the sixth of seventh children. She spent her early years in Wabasha, you know, the scenic river town of Wabasha, Minnesota. And it says that in the obituary. I, and I love, love it. That. Okay, love it. that is a great. And uh, they, her family moved to St. Paul at age 10. And shortly after this family move, her beloved father died, which transformed her carefree life and fueled her focus as a very determined, independent young girl excelling in her studies or studies. Excuse me. So she graduated Phi Beta Kappa. Phi, Phi Beta Kappa. She's we, the sisters got, of a Carondelet. She Cond- acknowledged them. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Carondelet? I thought it was Condelet. Carondelet, there's yep. an AR yep, yep. and yeah, I think that's how you say it. You know, girls' school education because yep, yep. at the time that Addie would have been, you know, girls, you know, just yes. no big deal. But she went girls, to college. Girls were not that big, big of a deal. deal. <laughs> she went to college. She married her college sweetheart George Ingebrand. It was a marriage of seventy years. Oh, and a testimonial to love and commitment. Nine oh. months after the wedding, George shipped out to Korea. In the Marines, and during that time, she was an executive secretary at Federal Cartridge and did a little teaching. And then he came back home. They started their family in Nativity Parish in St. Paul. Oh, sure. What was her last name? Ingebrand. Okay. Three children over the next six six years, but make no mistake, Addie was no June Cleaver. Well, <laughs> This is all in the obituary. I love it. 
In addition to maintaining a spotless home, she and George were active community volunteers, including Ramsey County politics in the 60s and 70s, Junior League, board chairing, Minnesota Orchestra, Cub Scout, Campfire Girls, belonged to the Centennial Dance Club, where she and George were a commanding presence on the dance floor. I love knowing that. Addie was also a tennis player, a certified water aerobics instructor into her 80s. Wow. An accomplished seamstress, a dedicated bridge player, and a marvelous cook and entertainer. And after her children were grown, she went back to school, and she was a teacher for 25 years at Highland Park High School. That's, an, I know this person, okay. Mrs. Engelbritton. Mrs. Ingebrand. Yes. Yes. Ingebrand. She taught there for 25 years. She taught English and reading. I would have thought you would have encountered her. I'm I'm waiting to figure out how the connection is happening. Because you know parents. Mm -hmm. But here is like the part of of her story. Wonderful obituary. Basic facts aside, our friend and mother, Addie, was an extraordinary woman. Her family affectionately referred to her as the chief. She was always meticulously groomed, starched, pressed, and fashionably dressed. Family came first, like her life, both guided by her strong faith and moral compass. She was firm but loving, serious but laughed easily. Her intellectual curiosity knew no bounds. She was a voracious reader, a dedicated orchestra patron, and a great lover of the arts. Sharing her love of literature and reading brightened and enriched a lot of life. She enjoyed and participated in her bridge and book club right up until four days before she died. Hmm. And um, she died 11 months to the day the love of her life, George, died. Oh, they say it happens. Mm-hmm. One goes and the other one just... And to her dying day, yeah. Addie never stopped learning, debating, and appreciating the beauty around her, especially her gardens, family, and her children were her greatest joy, especially those summers spent with them on her beloved Nantucket Island and man trap lake her 93 and a half years were so full rich and vital that for all who knew and loved her her sudden death came way too soon oh gosh isn't that, that makes you want to cry i know but i love knowing about her juada v and just going balls to the wall in the world I and mean, just she what was a, a teacher at highland and you came across it. her julia i know anyway i just thought that it struck me i read it and then I read it again, and I didn't clip it out on Sunday, and I was so mad. And then it showed up in the Star Tribune today, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that her family, you know, did that. And then... Um, but the one thing that we got yesterday when we were talking to mm-hmm. Kitty Sheehan about uh, obituary, you know, what makes a good obituary, mm-hmm. it's asking the next question. Yeah. So it's like... You know, oh, yeah. she did this, but then what did she do about yeah, it? I mean, you really just, felt like you don't knew you feel her. Like, yeah, I just yeah. Anyway, so Addie Ingebrand's Adelaide, because I, I didn't know her Ingebrand's family. Thank you for uh, sharing your your mom's lovely story, and we're sorry That's about sweet. your loss. Yeah, I just thought that was really really That's a sweet, sweet, one. sweet story. I know, and uh, also longtime columnist for the Star Tribune, Dick Youngblood. I passed saw away. that. I saw we. I feel like he taught at the UA class or something he that at I went Thomas. to. That, oh, he taught at St. Thomas, but for some reason he I taught feel like a journalism class. Yeah. of course, at the University of St. Thomas for years. Yes. His son said in the notable obituary, I remember him grading stories, and he was just slashing with the black felt pen, and I was so glad it wasn't one of my papers. <laughs> no kidding. But yeah, but he, he was, was a. a 
He was a longtime columnist at Star Tribune. I've met him. We've been kind of folksy. Yes, and he I've wrote a him. business column. Yes, so he did. He retired uh, in 2011, but yeah, a lot of people enjoyed uh, reading his columns. I felt like when stuff. I was first starting out and doing like informational interviews, yes. my mom knew a couple people at the Star Tribune, and I believe I talked to him. Oh, very yeah. Um, but, you know. Mm-hmm. He led me astray. He said, do not go into writing or public speaking. You can do neither. <laughs> I'm just kidding, totally. Yeah. But it would, it would be the truth. Yeah, All right, it's time for Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, everybody. What do you want to know about today? I don't know. Whatever you want to tell all us. Right. I'm, are you sure? <laughs> Some days you don't like what I want to tell I you. Don't, I don't always like what you tell us, but you know. It's part of the job. But today you might be willing to be open to it. Okay, right. so, um, all right, so there's a different, there's a couple different things happening. And um, today it is Tuesday. Jeff, did you hear about Elon Musk? His wanting to give uh, the United Nations World Food Program, he said, I'll give you $6 billion um, if you are willing to end world hunger and you can show them exactly where the money will go. And um, so here's what he said. If World Food Program can describe this on Twitter, thread exactly how $6 billion will solve world oh, yeah. hunger. But are, I just want to tell we you. We are concentrating is, on climate change I know, right now. I'm well aware. So he is doing a distraction thing when he's sending all those rockets into the sky. But here's what the World Health director sent via CNN. Um, he said that um, $6 billion will not solve world hunger, but it will prevent geopolitical instability, mass migration, and save 42 million people on the brink of starvation. Yeah. So don't throw this crap out there on Twitter with your big stupid ideas. Right. And then he says it must well, we got be... a 95-year-old I, right. woman urging world leaders to do something about climate, climate change. Right. And he just, and he's, you know, anyway, he had a blah. I thought he just got spanked right away. Yeah. I liked it. All right, Mariah Carey. And those, I don't even think he's fired a rocket yet. He wants to. He's got. Right, but I don't yes, think he's you're done right, it yet. You're right. He hasn't yeah. fired the rocket. It's mm-hmm. the other one, Bezos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mariah Carey has responded to a bar that um, setting, it's setting jukebox rules for the holiday season. How many times people can play All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, I, this kind of made me laugh. It's a bar in Dallas, and um, they she responded with, "Are you ready to fight with me?" Kind of saying, um, "The sign of the jukebox says it will be skipped if played before December first, which I'm okay with." Same. And then, but then after that, they say it can only play, be played one time a night. Well, they're they're it's their own business. Their jukebox do whatever they want. I'm not going to get too worked up about that. Oh, fine. You know, What's they, the plural of a barista? Baristos? Mm-hmm. Baristi. 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 Mm. So many baristas just stro- wandering around making so many frothed cappuccinos with nary a gingerbread, gingerbread creamer in sight. Lori. I used it in a sentence. I thought it was good. Have we heard anything else from the gingerbread people? I have just had my one tiny little exchange with Coffee Mate. And but I was impressed with their Twitter game. Yeah, I they thought so too. They got back to you, right? Yeah, they I did. I thought so too. Yeah. Okay, do you think it's possible to be denighted in England? Uh, yes, okay. I definitely do. Okay. I hope so. Basically because people who have done, found out, they've found out bad things about them. If or, you've committed a crime. Yeah, yeah. If you and 
and are sentenced to at least three months in prison, mm. prison, the king or queen can deny you five people. That's it. In the past century, in the past hundred years, only five people have been denied it. Wow. All right. They 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 don't have very strict rules. Then. No, they really don't, mm-hmm. Lori. They really really well, don't. Look at Prince Andrew; he's still a prince. That was going to be my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, Lori, I know this isn't Sex Monday. Well, we've already talked about edging and tantric sex, yes, so yeah. it is kind of tantric Tuesday, if nothing else. There we okay, go. so they asked single people, "What's your ideal date? Is it dinner? Is it drinks? Or is it just sex?" 29% of single people said the ideal date would include a meal. Mm-hmm. 27 said just drinks and 6% said just sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but here are some of the more than one in 20 said their ideal date would skip all that. Oh, God. God love them. But lunch or dinner, getting together for drinks, grabbing coffee, going for a walk, a movie or meeting up for just sex. I don't know. There are some funny ones. I'm going to just share a little bit. So if you're on some of these sites, there's some funny ones where a person will send his picture and just say, I'm married. I'm just looking for sex, sex, basically. And that happens more often than you would actually think. Julia, I'm kind of surprised. It has never been easier, at least in... I don't think it's ever been easier in the world to get laid, okay? Because of the apps. Because people can advertise the truth. They can fry, fly their freak flag. They right. can find whatever they want. They can find mutually liked people or minded yes. people. So it's never been easier. So in some ways, the apps have ruined dating, at least uh, in maybe in the hetero world, because men don't have to work as hard as they used to have to work. Do you think, Grant, do you that's think a, that's just true? just a theory of mine. Oh, my gosh. Think about it. When you were a single male, you'd have to go to a bar, mm-hmm. put some actual effort into how, how you, you look, look what have you some game, like, what you smell you like. Now I can literally sit on the couch in my boxers, right. pull a picture from five years ago that's mm-hmm. not even me right now. Right. Oh, you would disappoint people, though. Well, well I know I'm not matter, doing that, right? but I'm just saying this is what people this do. This is what people do. And it makes it's, it, it's as simple as a flick of the wrist yeah. and, and maybe three sentences and you're meeting up and bang Yeah, and cutting and pasting. So you could actually theoretically be having 25 conversations, yeah. 50 conversations. The yep. more, the greater the, the bigger the number, the greater the odds. Oppor- yeah, the greater the opportunity. Yeah. So that's the thing is guys are just doubling down, tripling and down until yeah. eventually they hit a full house. Right. And and, and until eventually they hit a full house. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Okay, that is that yeah. was really funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put it in betting terms, that's all. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, my friends who are single do this all the time. Yeah, and they're... if they're college graduates in their late 30s and early 40s and they've never been married and they're good looking and they have a good job. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like I said, college education or own their own business. Right. They have a golden penis. They're never going to settle down. That's okay. Great point. Gosh. I mean, that is always like whenever yes. w- women that were like, well, you know, he's 41, but he's never been married. And then, you know, you go, oh, boy, boy, this is a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because there's too much. They're having too much fun playing the field. It's so easy for them. They're in great demand. I think that's a good point. Very valid. Yeah. I think it depends on your age. 100%. I just said, I though, the yes. golden penis yes. syndrome, late 30s yes. into the 40s. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Now, that's when the golden halo is at its shiniest. So no for, bad oh, oh pun God. Oh intended. Gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, gosh. Tantric Tuesday. <laughs> okay, so um, are you a Gen Zer? Or a millennial? No, he's a grand millennial. I'm a, yeah, I'm right on the edge of the millennials there. He's being... what Casey's kids are, and they are just—they are horrified to know that they're grand millennials. Yeah, we're almost because there is a distinction mm-hmm. between the older millennials, millennials. and the the ones. Usually, like the th- it, people who are 35 to 40 right now are the grand millennials. Grand millennials. Okay, and then the millennials are like what 30 to 35, and then Gen Zers are. My kids' say. age? I'll yes. Okay. Gen Z is. Yeah, so, I think it's... Like 20s? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so Gen Z is sharing trends by millennials that the Gen Z generation hopes the millennials are going to end. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of millennials can't stand having Gen Zs work for them because <laughs> they're so different. And the Gen but Z look how- down at the, at the millennials because they think, yeah, you didn't even grow up with any of this stuff. I mean, there's a stark divide. But mm-hmm. I even think... We originally looked down at millennials. I never Be- did. Not looked down, but they had different. Never. They had a different way of working. I think every generation yeah, as yeah, you go down, you, know, you kind of nobody you, had it as hard as I did. You know, right. I think that's a very valid point, though. You kind of look at Everybody that. Everybody young... thinks that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the Gen Zs, this is what they want to end. That the millennials kind of started. They want to end. Um, we're drawn on eyebrows. I'm I'm in full agreement with Gen Z on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Expensive hipster food like avocado toast. Yes. For $12. It tastes good, but not for $12. It does. But hipster food, do you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Okay. Don't buy it. No, I don't. I make it at home. (laughs) It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Lip injections. Mm. Mm. The younger ones don't like what the older ones are doing. Drinking IPA beer. Cancer culture. The man bun. Yes, yes, yes. The man bun can go right out the door. Yeah, well, cancel culture is also known as accountability. Yeah, so I know. You got to be, you gotta be you careful, gotta be careful about with that one. Using that one. That's Good right. <laughs> That's right. All right, Grant. What's happening with the traffic? Well, we've got a few accidents to talk about, you guys. Let's start out. Thank you. It all starts tomorrow. I know. Big day. We're going to be lifter pullers. <laughs> or the bulldozers, which a lifter puller, you know. What is a lifter? Well, lifter puller is the original name of the hold steady, that band. Oh, oh, okay. For and what I didn't does know that, that have to do with? I don't know, but I always loved when their name was <laughs> Lifter Polar because I was just like Lifter Polar. I always liked how that sounded, and then they turned into the Hold Steady, and I saw Lifter Polar probably at the four hundred back in the day. I do something. like Lifter Polar. There's a couple of ways that you can interpret that too. Exactly. I like so that. I think we're Team Lifter Polar. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, Lori, you're giving us a team name. Yeah, team Lifter Polar. Lifter Polar for Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute, getting people equipment so that people who are challenged within their bodies or whatever way we say it, uh, able-bodied challenge. Yes. 
you we're know, gonna can, have the right terminology yeah, right tomorrow. But that they can, yes. you know, go and enjoy life. The modified way that you can adaptive enjoy, sports. Adaptive sports that's right. what it's called. Thank you, Grant. Yeah. The three of us can put together a sentence. <laughs> that's Grant, right. you're, we're gonna hop your Annie here. Oh, thank right. you. You thank might you. be hired. Perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, so yeah, a team lifter puller. <laughs> I, I like that. I name. do. I, I love think it. that one works. Okay. Um, all right. This I thought was so exciting. So exciting. So I, you know, as we do in the morning, no, just let's see what's happening out there in the world of gossip. You know, it's like intoxicating. Oh, let's just see what happened overnight. And I, the first thing I see is Adele, a sneak peek at her CBS special, which Harry and Meghan are just going to have to sit down. They no longer will have had 2021 well, TV event of the year. It's now yeah. Adele. Of will course, be it's going to be bumping them out yeah. and we'll have higher numbers on November 14th. But it's going to be on CBS called One Night Only. But they, we posted it. It's 23 seconds. And Adele, now you and I have been up to the top of Griffith Park yes, Observatory. It's mm-hmm. just it's a gentle hike. There's it's a gentle hike. There's it's a couple ways you can go up that's more difficult, but it's a beautiful hike. And it's just, if you ever go to L.A., it just should be something it, you do sometime. It's beautiful. And you can see, isn't that right by the Hollywood sign, too? No. All right, never mind. No, 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 no. It's no. right by our cousins. Well, you get a view of all of L.A. <laughs> and the old zoo is right there and you can walk and picnic there. It's, it's not a lovely zoo and they have a great place to get great sweets but and coffee and breakfast. the observatory is really cool. It's and very cool. It's very cool. And uh, Adele, the concert is on, on you know, where the, uh, all that big, like it's a big, huge pavilion. Yes. and. With the telescope, that's all these, uh, like they made a small amphitheater there for her, but without any rising, any tears. Yes. And people are watching her and she's in a full on black mermaid gown, Julia, Not not a ball gown, it is a mermaid gown because it is figure hugging. Yes, it is. And then at the ankles, the flare. That's a mermaid. Okay. And it has a beautiful I sleeve. Just, okay. Because the ball gown is what she's worn. And it has worn. a beautiful sleeve, too, Grant. Don't it's forget about kind the beautiful of a sleeve. Ah. It, they don't always have sleeves. No. They can be... But, I mean, she's worn ball gowns. This is a mermaid gown. She looks spectacular. And all I can think of, who are the people who got this invite? Oh, only... We know only, this. Drake was there. Yeah, but we mean, know Barbara like, Streisand, I swear, was there. We know Cher was there. We know... Uh, we don't know all no, who was there, but it seems I was like trying it's to all look, famous. It's all famous people. I was trying to look at the people in the front row yeah. to see if I knew anyone, because you can kind of look at it in the picture. And then Oprah, they show us a peek of... So you can take a look at this on our website. So they show us... They give us a peek of her singing at Griffith Park Observatory. Then we get a peek of her and Oprah... And Oprah is doing the exact, it looked like the exact same setup outside somewhere. Looked like Harry and Meghan, those chairs, but they were different. But it was that casual and relaxed of a vibe. And Adele was all in white. So that's that's what we saw. And people are the most, the song that people are the most anxious to hear out of, you know, because the, the, we got the uh, track list yes, yesterday for her upcoming album. I drink wine is the one winning on all the polls that people cannot wait to read the lyrics to. Followed closely by Can I Get It? Can I Get It? Mm-hmm. Woman Like Me. But really, people want to know that I drink wine. 
what mm-hmm. those lyrics are. So take a peek at that if that would make you happy. I it really made me excited for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, just I'm just trying to because they released all the 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 celebrities that were sitting there listening to her. I mean, it's like the who's who of who's who. Yeah, basically, it's the who's who of Hollywood. Um, and then a couple days ago, maybe like last week. Dan Rather turned 90 years old. Did he really? And I just, I love his show on, um, on uh, Sirius, uh, you know, radio, Dan Rather. He's just on like once a week, mm-hmm. but he's always so good. And I like his, uh, his uh, delivery. Substack is a, a thing that he, column that he writes and you can oh, okay. subscribe to. It doesn't cost anything, but he's just, he's just 90 years has given him, he has covered News and politics and war. I mean, there's something to having that perspective. That perspective. That perspective. Yeah. And he went through a humbling. Long. And he yeah. went through a humbling and humiliating point yes, in did. his career. But and he was taken off the air. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like in his 60s. And so anyway, the, a bunch of celebrities responded to, I guess, I don't know whose idea it was, but just to have people wish him because that's pretty significant. I mean, he's working every day and yeah. writing every day and all of his wits about him. So they had all kinds of people wishing him a happy birthday who he's interviewed. And, you know, it was really kind of an impressive list of people. Well, of course. Dolly Parton. Did she call in? She did a video message. Oh. We've got this. If we're oh. ever so lucky to get a video message, this is how good Dolly is with her birthday wishes. Well, hey, Dan Rather, I wanted to say, first of all, happy 90th birthday. Well, you've been at it a long time. Not long enough, though. We love Dan Rather's America. And I have known Dan since I was just little, and he wasn't much uh, more so. We grew up kind of together in the business. I've done so many shows with Dan, and any time I'm with him, I always feel so warm and welcome. And I always know he's going to treat me with respect, as he does all the people that he's interviewed through the years. So I have uh, many memories of Dan, especially that one when he came up to my hometown in the area where I grew up in the Great Smoky Mountains many years ago. So that was a special trip for him and for me. So I just wanted to be part of this celebration. So happy birthday, Dan. Oh, Dolly. She is a doll. Like she, she, is. she is always back. She looks amazing even like delivering the message. Her delivery. That, oh, she's oh, perfect. She's just so she is perfect. And you know, uh, Olivia Wilde dressed up as Dolly Parton for Halloween. Oh, she with these big, I don't know how yes. water boobs or something like that. I have to Google that. That was pretty funny. So anyway. All right, I guess I don't need to tell you the edging story about Harry's no, style don't. since no, we already got we're, that. No, she's a cute Dolly Parton. Um, isn't mm-hmm. she a cute Dolly yeah, Parton? Oh, yeah. yeah. That would mm-hmm. be a fun one to do. That would be a fun one. Yeah. Um, someone on Twitter just posted Louis Tomlinson is a dead ringer for young David Bowie. And of course Harry Styles young dead ringer for Mick Jagger. Right. If they ever wanted to do that story. Okay. I'd do it. That's going to be done. Well, I mean... Er, I think Louis, Louis Tomlinson is really handsome. He's striking, I think. He is. He's got... I think he's the best looking of the... Do you think any of the lads have reached out to Zane? Their complicated oh. bandmate, roommate? Or, you know, I hope so. I don't know. I think they ended things bad. They ended I things think, so I bad. Think it was a, I think it was a rift. It's going to take a while. 
Yeah, I get that, but hopefully, you know, you can if he's struggling. Yeah, I hope if he people, is. Some I hope he's got some people in his corner. Oh, clearly, sure he's got he, some issues. He does. That he, he's got know. family and stuff, and they all rallied around him. But I just think of those One Direction. Yeah. And Harry is clearly the most successful, but Niall and Louie are doing pretty They're good really, too. And I like Niall Horn's music. Yes, oh, he's good, Niles. and yeah. he's got yeah, some I think fun so stuff too. But Zayn is the only one that is seems to be struggling. Yeah. Music wise, he seems like he's prickly. Well, you know, I mean, they're not. He's not that old, and he and Gigi Hadid have dated for like six years. Yeah, on and off. I know. That's, you know. Yeah, I hope they have. I think so. Anyway, but yeah, Harry did talk about edging at the Harry Ween costume party <laughs> that uh, he had in Madison Square Garden the night he was Dorothy. But he was knowing his young fans. He it was because he kept he did a couple false starts on the song Kiwi. Oh. Got it. And so he just told the crowd, that's edging. You know? <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe. What a tie-in. Good oh, for no. him. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. He's clever. Yeah. yeah. He is so clever, that Harry. He is. Now, Lady Gaga, she is the December cover of Brit- British Vogue. These photos are absolutely amazing. I love the dress she has on, on the cover. And then she's got a very nice naked pose where you all you really you can't, you can't see, see anything, anything but it's but so tattoos. sexy it's so sexy the i hair. would like now that would be a good picture mm-hmm. back in the day grant Lori wanted us to pose for playboy because they were looking for yeah. women radio in radio oh, women in radio awesome she wanted it and she's like julia I, I couldn't find a picture of you in a bathing suit to send them and she's like i'll get the um will you scarfs nice and i'm like i'm a mother of two very small children and I don't think that would go over well. I don't know that you would. You, I tried to find a photo. All they were looking for were photos of us in bathing suits. I couldn't mm-hmm. even find one Aww. of you. Which is disappointing because I had a hot body. Julia, <laughs> really disappointing. I tried to tell you that. And you I were, know, it's really disappointing. I was always showing up and you were always covering up. My good friend from uh, growing up, she was in the uh, Girls of the Big Ten Playboy edition. Oh, oh very nice. She's, she's actually a listener of my talk, so okay. she, she might even be listening do we right wanna, now. We don't well, want to out her. No, we're no. not going to say her we name. We don't want to out her. There's no outing if you've already been in a yeah, magazine. Yeah, well, yeah. I know, no. but my Uncle Craig, second wife, was it the second or third? No, second wife <laughs> was in the Girls of 7-Eleven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay what, did I pose in front of the Frosty machine? No, no, she was in the Girls. Icy. It was the icy machine, Grant. Yeah. The icy, yeah. the icy machine. And I think it was like a topless topper or whatever, but I remember when he told me about it, the Club Saratoga, you know, I can't even remember her name. Is it? She's going to be, she tried out for the girls at 7 Eleven. I'm like, oh, she's so lucky. <laughs> That's Lori. Oh, gosh. I would be like, that is so gross. And Lori would be no. like, oh, you're she's so, lucky. so lucky. She's going to have those photos forever no, of her this best. This is the difference between Lori and I. Oh, we melded a little lot closer together. But at the beginning, I was like, you, you I would have just sat there like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you? What is wrong with you? All right, listen, we're going to hear an explanation why somebody took down a photo. All right. All right, let's Hollywood speak this. We're going to go back to Instagram on Sunday, and the couple that posted this photo... Oh, Lori, don't make us do it. Ron, Rick Leventhal, who's married to Kelly Dodd, he used to be on Fox. She's a former Orange County housewife. They posted a picture on Sunday with this caption. Kelly celebrates her Native American... He's in a cowboy outfit holding a gun. She's... In a in a native costume outfit, also holding again a gun. 
Hers is pointing, they're both kind of pointing towards their heads, okay? That's what it's, Kelly celebrates her Native American heritage, and I celebrated the great American film actor, Alec Baldwin, hashtag happy Halloween. I think it is the most rude and distasteful thing I've ever heard of. It, it goes... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lower, it goes beyond couth. It is so uncouth. I cannot believe anyone, a human being, could even post that and think it's... Okay. I know. I it's know. It's so wrong. I, I'm grossed out. I I never watched Orange County. I know how you felt right. about Kelly Dodd. I didn't oh, I like her for her. my yeah. sauce and stuff. But I mean, this to me is such despicable human beings. It's not funny. So It's gross. He tried to defend it yesterday. Oh, this is where people quit posting everything. Okay, then this morning, they took the photo down last night. Well, it took and them the, two days too long. Yeah, and then this morning, this is what they said in a statement. People twisted our outfits and intent in ways neither of us could have imagined and filled our page with hate. Now, he's the one. He wrote that just dumb been, sentence. He's the one who put Alec Baldwin. Right. Okay, we didn't do that, dude. You did that. So this, there's no twisting. You did that. Then he says, we took the post down out of respect for the victims' families, and only hope the cancel culture won't cancel Halloween next. What? Oh, what a giant leap. Um, what that just says, I'm going to Hollywood speak. Mm-hmm. Please do. We're stupid, we're not accountable, and we're really stupid. And we're a-holes. Yeah, <laughs> but we're really stupid that we don't even get it. Yeah. We didn't take the post down out of the for the victims' family. They took it down, down because hate. because people were just saying, "Are you kidding me?" It's that to me and is then so to blame, vile, isn't it? And then to blame, blame that the cancel culture is coming for Halloween next. I'm telling you, go take your big bubbling pot of poop and go stir it someplace else. <laughs> Honestly, I mean that really. But really, on so many levels, even the, the and then statement and then the statement is so bad. I mean that they don't get it. No, they. But don't. I mean that's when you literally, if you're their friend or family member, you go over there and say, "Give me your phones right now." You don't. Uh, you cannot have access to these right for thirty days. You're nutty. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's there just, is something so wrong yeah, with you. I'm if you so would, glad she's off that show because oh, she's bugged me for quite. But that a long is time. just it's foul. It is foul. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Here is... I just can't even... Oh. Okay. Here's another We're gonna one. We're going to cancel Halloween next. I know. it. Kim Kardashian, you know, she... Uh, the Wall Street Journal, they they, 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 they kind of... They love her, yep. Kim Kardashian, because now that she has a billion-dollar company, she gets invited... She gets to the Innovator Awards, and they profiled... It's the second time she's been honored and by... It gets more people to come. Yes, of course. And she wore... A brown leather dress that was a Skims and her Fendi collaboration. It okay, was posted yeah. on yesterday's show page. Yep. 
it skin tight leather gloves. All I could think about, someone must go and help her pee because I don't know how you could roll that dress up. But anyway, Lori Grant, no, Lori, really. Lori made me look at the picture and say, Julia, how would you, how go, do to you go to the bathroom in this, in this dress? <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. You mm-hmm. can't. I mean, you and can't. Then gloves up over your elbow. How do you, you know, wipe yourself? <laughs> You bring your gloved hand down there that then's going to be touching everybody. No. It's very, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very problematic. <laughs> anyway, Kim was uh, walking around and at the word show and guess what popped in the back of her dress, her zipper. Now this is a very expensive dress in collaboration. She had kind of a blowout in the back of her dress. How embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Especially when, you know, uh, Hello, this is a great advertisement. Buy Skims uh, times Fendi, the expensive dress that's uncomfortably tight, and you'll have a wardrobe function. It'll be so great. That's Bring really safety pins. That's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's really bad. That's really bad. I know. Well, she was wearing Skims underneath her Skims. It wasn't a bare bottom. It was Skims under Good. Skims. Okay, <laughs> so so there you go. Um, this one, I'm not sure you're going to be able to, uh, well, give it to me. I'm going to try. I breastfeed my fi- fiance Whoa. and I feel sexier <laughs> because of it. <laughs> hey, say milk for me real quick there, Julia. I milk my teeds for my fiance and I feel sexier for it. Listen, I have heard in some incidents, instances where women haven't had pumps where they've had to just kind of like do it themselves, you know? Yeah. And if your husband's around, honey, just help me out here. I mean, whatever. It's your boob. They've, they've sucked on it before, but I don't get this really being sexy. Yeah. I find that... She has two children, know- 11 and 7, and she breastfeeds her beau. So she still does? Twice a week. Okay, that... <laughs> how does she keep her milk? She feels sexy. She must be a wet nurse or something. I, I- <laughs> She's milking it for I'm gonna, all her. You know, that'd be kind of a funny thing, though, if you had a little Barbie baby bottle. And no. so, I mean, just squirt them with some, no. some colored water. No. no. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I I don't know. They just went, I don't understand it. They went to the hinterlands of Scotland to find this crazy story. I don't know what to do with that. Um, <laughs> Waterloo tickets go on sale for the London ABBA Avatar show voyage, but demand is light. This is so surprising. <laughs> How much are the tickets for as well? Well, the show starts on May 27th, and my gosh, CBS Sunday Morning had a, they had a huge, huge thing. story yeah, with did. the two guys, the B and the A. But but here's the thing that they said about it. You know, we don't need any money. We haven't had to work in 30 years. We don't really care. I mean, it, it really, they felt so, like, they don't give a crap about it anyway, but someone paid them a lot of money to do it. Yeah, here's the thing. The show is playing May 27th, and it goes through... August. Okay. I'm just going to say that I feel like next summer, you know, hopefully everything, you know, people are going to want to really, they're going to be outside. They're traveling. They're traveling. And people in England and in the UK, they travel to France and Italy and Spain and Greece. And I just wonder. This seems like a weird time. Maybe the tourists, though, they're hoping it. But I guess they have not one sold out show yet. But 
anyway. Well, it's a little early. Fans are flocking to the idea of ABBA, the Avatar concert. Sorry, we're just not. I'm yeah. not sorry, I'm not, not sorry. I gotta really be honest. I, I have no desire. I'd rather go see Adele at Hyde Park and you know try and get through all of that, m- Michigas. Would you guys like to see a hologram concert of someone you've never seen that you've loved your whole life? No. No? Still no? Okay. No, that's what YouTube is for. <laughs> Did you just say, wait, would I rather see a what, Grant? A hologram concert. Like me, I'd love to see Tupac when there was the rumors of oh, Tupac right. doing a hologram. I've never seen him live. So I would consider going to a group of people listening to him watching his hologram. All right, I get that. For someone you've never seen, maybe. No. No, you too. No, I still wouldn't. No. <laughs> there we go. All right, <laughs> Wrap it up. All right, there we go.